Welcome to the Grey Wolf Podcast. Catching up with Kevin Lish on the Grey Wolf Podcast. It is Ned joined by Kevin. Kevin, how are you? I'm very well. Thanks for having me on the show. Oh, no worries at all. Very much excited to be talking to you, Kevin. And I wanted to start off by asking you about the atmosphere at last weekend's game. The Kings and the Illawarra Hawks, 17,514 in attendance. How good of an atmosphere was it in there, the biggest in NBL history? Uh, it was pretty amazing. And, and I was obviously a spectator, not playing. So I was able to probably uh, experience the gravity of the crowd a, a little bit more than the other guys. So it was amazing to see the support, uh, I think, for basketball growing in this country, and it was great that all the Sydney fans came out. Yeah, very much so, and that's what I was going to ask you next, actually, Kevin. It must have been devastating to be watching from the sidelines. What's sort of the latest on the injury update side of things? Uh, I'm coming along. I'm starting to run a bit, so, you know, it's just a matter of time, uh, letting things heal up and then getting back into uh, basketball shape and rhythm, and then you take it from there. But, you know, on, on the other side, it's been really fun to see how our team's playing and, and responding to challenges and, and winning games. Yeah, so far so good for the Sydney Kings just dropping the one game, Kevin. But we'll get into that a little bit later because we want to sort of discuss your journey to the top and find out how, you know, you discovered basketball. And I wanted to know, man, how did you know how basketball was the sport for you? It was just a game. I really didn't even know it was a sport for me. I just loved playing it from an early age. You know, my brother and sisters played it. My dad, it was kind of a family affair, and, and I just grew up loving it. And, you know, one thing led to another, and before I knew it, I found myself out in Australia. Yeah, that's crazy right there. I wanted to talk a little bit about your time in high school as well, Kevin. You've got some pretty notable sort of achievements when you're in high school. Is it Althoff Catholic High School? Is that how it's pronounced? Yep, that's correct. And I noticed that you're one of the notable athletes that's come out of there. What are your sort of best memories from playing there, Kevin? I mean, you have so many memories of being back in high school, and now it, it feels like so long ago. I, I guess it kind of was long ago. <laughs> but uh, I, I think, you know, just playing in front of your friends, your family. You know, high school is very much a, a community sort of situation. So, you know, you know everybody, and it's fun being in that kind of atmosphere. Yeah, most definitely. And that kind of led you on to playing at St. Louis. How about there? How was the transition from your high school to college, Kevin? Um, it, it was good. I had been going up to St. Louis U and playing, you know, pickup and scrimmages with the guys since I was, you know, probably year 10. So St. Louis is only 15, 20 minutes from where I grew up. So it was nice to stay close to home. And we played, you know, against some really good competition in a, in a good conference. And I learned a lot. And, you know, one of my assistant coaches was actually from Wollongong. And he knew Rob Beveridge. And, and that's kind of how I ended up in, in Australia. Yeah, that is awesome right there. And that sort of, I guess you maintained a relationship with Rob Beveridge. Because that's how he was at Perth and then Wollongong, yeah. And you sort of followed suit. Yeah. That's right. So, you know, I had four years in Perth, and then we wanted to give Europe a shot. So I, I loved every minute of playing in France and Spain. Also played in Puerto Rico, but uh, we started having uh, a few kids and wanted to go closer to home. So we went back to Sydney, where my wife was from, and her family. Uh, there you go. So that's why you sort of decided to call Australia home. So you've got an Australian wife. That's awesome right there, Kevin. Yeah, it is. No, and I have four Aussie kids, and I'm Australian now, too. So it's and, you know, I get the best of both worlds in the U.S. and Australia. That is the best of both worlds, and you 
did get to represent Australia. How much of an honour was that for you being a boomer? Uh, it was a surreal experience. Obviously, going to the Olympics and all that is, is really cool, but being around, getting to know the guys on the team and just what they're about was what made the experience so much fun, playing in, in such a good organisation, culture and all that. So that's the part I enjoy the most. Yeah, that's awesome. And what, what were your sort of best memories from playing in the Olympics, Kevin? I mean, there's so many different memories to the off-court memories of, you know, just sitting in a dining hall and people watching to us, you know, just narrowly missing out on, on a bronze medal. So, and everywhere in between. So, too many that I can, uh, you know, specifically uh, come down to one. Yeah, right. That was shattering, missing out on that bronze medal too. But back on the Perth side of things, you pretty much did it all there. Won a championship. You won an MVP while a Wildcat. How would you best sort of sum up your time at Perth? It was good. It was, I think it was a lot of growing. You know, I, I came out of college to pretty much the furthest part in the, in the world you could come away from my family and probably naive and, and like a, a deer in headlights. And, <laughs> and I really learned a lot. And I think I, I grew a lot in those four years. And it was, you know, I was fortunate to be in a great situation with, a, you know, great teammates, great coach and really good organization. Yeah. How about the fans there, Kevin? They're probably the most passionate in the NBL. Do you miss the Red Army? Yeah, they're pretty passionate, that's for sure. And it's really cool. Perth really gets behind their team. And, you know, I think they're so isolated out there. The thing that adds to their, you know, uh, how crazy they are about the team. Yeah, most definitely well said there. And we were talking a little bit about Rob Beveridge earlier. How big of an influence on your career has he been? He, uh, he's been a, a, a huge influence and, and probably more so off the court, to be honest. You know, not to mention he, he introduced me to my wife, but... Oh, um, wow, I think there you just, go. <laughs> just how good he was, you know, to me off the court and his family. I think that's where, you know, his, his big, biggest influence lied with me. And, and that's not to say, I mean, he's taught me so much on the court as well. Yeah, well, that goes to sort of speak for itself. But even introducing you to the wife, that's pretty great right there. That's a pretty damn good coach going the extra mile. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure that was his intention to begin with, but, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> things have a funny way of working out. Uh, awesome. Well, that being said, who, who would you say is the most, the best coach that you've ever played under? Every coach is, is so different and has their different ways of going about things uh, from, you know, Rick Majerus I had in, in college, one of the best coaches in the NCAA ever, to right now, Will Weaver, has just an unbelievable mind for the game, an unbelievable way to see the game and get his messages across to the players that you can't really pinpoint one coach because part of being a good player and a good coach is just stealing from them all. So hopefully I can keep doing that. Yeah, they all bring different aspects to the game and whatnot. And I'm hearing what you're saying on Will Weaver too. Great to see how passionate he is right there, Kevin. I was going to say too, some frustrating times at Sydney with the injuries, but you're what, a couple of months out. But the Kings, as we touched on earlier, they're looking very good just dropping the one game. What's the sort of feeling around the camp there at the moment? Well, it's, it's really good, but uh, there's still that uh, that thirst, that hunger 
to get better. And, and also, you know, we understand that we need to get better if we want to continue to give ourselves a chance, you know, in the finals and, and to go further. So I think there's a great atmosphere, but it's it's also that fun, hungry environment that's being created. Yeah, and your brand of basketball is just so fun to watch and loving D.D. Lazada there as well, Kevin. How, how's this sort of interaction with him go? Have you had many awkward conversations? Oh, there's, there's no awkward conversations. Didi's uh, just a great guy, first of all. Obviously, a really talented player. But he's been great. He's playful. He's, he's just a lot of fun to be around. And, you know, despite the language, he's really working on his, his English and gets better. And we have no trouble, for the most part, communicating with him. Oh, that's great right there, because it's always going to be sort of tough. And I guess that's the reason they, they sent him out here in the first place. And do you think you being of American backgrounds, how do you think he'll go over? there in the NBA having learned English through the Australian side of things he might pick up you know the mates and anything like that or is there, is there any funny stuff like that happening there? Uh, not so much I think he's you know just, just trying to get the basics down first and then go from there but he's going to have a really good career ahead of him in, in the NBA. Yeah no doubt Kevin well changing things up and I do appreciate you taking time out I just wanted to know what, what do you think you'd be doing if you weren't playing basketball? Yeah, that, that's a really good question and, and something that, you know, I do think of often. I, I don't know. I got my business degree and my master's in business and in college and, and all this stuff. But, you know, I've been playing basketball for, for 12 or 13 years. So that's something that I think about often, but I try not to think about it too hard. And uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm still kind of trying to figure that out. But I, I do have an interest, you know, in definitely generically speaking in, in business and all that. But that's a good question. I'm fortunate to be playing basketball right now though I'll tell you that yeah very fortunate and you're actually playing with a guy from our hometown in Sean Bruce he's one of the hot favorites to win most improved player this year what are your thoughts on Shawnee I mean, Brucey's been absolutely amazing. And uh, I think the thing with Brucey that people don't understand, you know, he was struggling to find, you know, roster spots, you know, in the last couple of years. But this is no fake or aberration. Or he's not exaggerating his play. This is, this is Sean Bruce that we're seeing. And this is who he is and, and how he plays. And I think he's just being put in a situation now with a coach that puts, you know, confidence in him and that allows him to play his game. And, and that's what we're seeing. We're seeing the real Sean Bruce right now, which is, I'm just so happy for him. Yeah, we're all very proud of him from here in Horsham, and it's just great to see him getting that chance. My co-host Fitz, who's not here at the moment, he's a budding coach, and he wanted to grab, what would you say your best advice to youngsters would be coming up in the sport? My best advice is, first of all, kind of non-tangible things is, if you can learn to be a great teammate, first of all, you're, you're going to last a lot longer than if you're a talented bad teammate. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. I think uh, the more you can make those around you look better, the more you're going to look better yourself, and, and that's my first word of advice. Yeah, I like that right there, and that's exactly how I would sum up Sean Bruce. He makes those around him look a hell of a lot better, as do you, Kevin, and I think that's great advice there. And something that you love about Australia and miss about America, Kevin, right before we let you go? Well, I, I miss about America, my family. You know, I have two sisters and a brother, my two parents, and we were all just so 
so close growing up that I just really missed being around them and their families. Most definitely. And but Australia that I love is just the culture, the people. We live in just a pretty blessed part of the world, right near beautiful beaches, and you know there's there's just so many things going for this country. Yeah, there definitely is. On the topic of your family, there, Kevin, did they get out here much to come and watch you play? Usually every couple years uh, they come out during the winter because they're teachers and that's their time. You know they have to be at school teaching, so it's, it's kind of difficult for them to get mm. off work. So I usually try and get out there every two years, and they they usually come out and try and visit me. Oh, that's awesome! Now it's great that you can sort of still remain that contact even though you're so far away. And last up, can we grab a recommendation from you, Kevin? Like something that you'd recommend to people listening? It doesn't have to be basketball. It can be outside of basketball or just just anything. What would you recommend? I would recommend uh, first... Geez, that's that's tough. That's that's a pretty broad statement, but I would I would say <laughs> I would say find something that you love and try and make that work with how you you get a living instead of uh, trying to find a living first and then you know trying to find the love in that. So you have to have joy in, in what you do. That's not to say there's going to be tough times, but yeah, really have to have joy in in what you do. Yeah, well, I think yeah, you're right. It was very broad, but I think you nailed it right there. Well, thank you so much, Kevin. Really appreciate you taking time out. Be sure to hit this man up on Instagram at Kevin Lish. That's L-I-S-C-H. Best of luck for the future and good luck this season and looking forward to seeing you back out on the court, Kevin. Thanks so much. Really appreciate you having me.